1: hello and thank you so much for joining us for your smackdown post show for january 5th of 2024 the first smackdown of the new year you've got me you've got alex cardoza and just like the end of smackdown you got the tribal chief coming in here all right to ruin what was perfectly a good thing going he's gonna come in he's gonna disrupt everything but before we start to ask sean some questions and let him tell you about some news and some updates we're going to ask you guys to leave a thumbs up on this video, please. We'll also ask you to get in your super chats and your humper chats at humperchats.com. And we'll ask you to subscribe to fightfulselect.com, which Sean's going to tell you about some of the awesome news that already went up this week. We saw Diana Perazu debut, <clears throat> obviously tons of mercedes Monet, Uh Updates going up there. We don't have anything concrete yet, despite what everybody loves to make up on the internet, uh, and so so much more. 2024, a huge contract year, as we know. Sean, yeah, I'm sick. You got a little throat thing going on. We're gonna make it yeah. through though. We're gonna get there. uh How you doing tonight, dude? I'm
0: doing all right. I said right before we went on the air, something <laughs> just kind of popped in my throat. It's been sore for a few days, so we'll do this segment and I'll see what the hell's wrong, but. Get your super chats in, get your humper chats in. I'm going to hang around here for a few minutes. Uh, But yeah, AOP returned tonight. We had reported a year ago that they were (laughs) on WWE's radar. Well, it's a good thing they were, because they were already signed at that point. And we were told and reported this on FightfulSelect.com that uh, bringing in Paul Ellering was a very important part to them because they wanted to... They wanted to... Sort of uh, pay him back for a lot of the things that he had done for them, and uh, yeah, I mean, I think that's that's good on them. Uh, they, like I said, that WES show had them with some heat on on them for how that all went down, and hopefully that's all good. Sir Brendo, wanted my thoughts on this. Any thoughts on take, Taker's Patreon setup? I haven't watched it in about a month. I have enjoyed his shows. I wish there was a little more direction to them. But I do enjoy his shows. I think they're they're pretty good, honestly. Like, uh, he's his one man show is wonderful. It's really really good. Like, it's it's a phenomenal watch. I would encourage anybody uh, to go there and check it out. But uh, tonight, also, uh, Vancouver highest grossing WDB event ever in Vancouver. That was a good one. We also reported on Fightful Select ahead of the show that Tyler Bate was going to debut. Uh, At least those that I spoke to within WWE implied that we would see more of him in the future. I didn't get a straight yes or no regarding, is this a main roster call-up, anything like that. But I was told we would likely see more of him. Gable Stevenson, Fightful Select, reported that he did a dark match ahead of SmackDown tonight. So I don't know how things will have changed under Triple H, but Last year, when Cameron Grimes got called up, the way that I found out was that he worked a SmackDown Dark match. And when I asked if he got called up, I was told, well, we don't have NXT talent on SmackDown Dark matches. Gable is probably a different situation, though a little bit of a different situation.
1: Sure. So Tyler Bate, of course, being the surprise partner for Butch, um, formerly of British Strong Style, did some really, really great work under the NXT UK brands. Uh, I've gotten to see a lot of his work covering NXT, and he's a fantastic talent. Not a ton of reaction today. It was kind of a quiet crowd today. I think people will probably warm up a little bit, and I thought commentary actually was great at putting over their history together, which was really refreshing to hear and see both in WWE and out.
0: Oh, and Kate is gone. Big shocker. Big wow. surprise. And uh, 2024, Wild welcome to 2024. While <laughs> Kate does such a thing, uh, we'll tell you what Kate should be using. Hold on, wait, where, where is she? Is she here yet? There she is. Mm. Hey, what
1: the heck, man? Still-
0: wow, <laughs> I was about to segue into a read to kill some time for you, but here you are. <sighs>
1: me off when i get to talk about it um
0: i can't even remember what i was what i was uh or what you were talking about my god were
1: talking about um, commentary, commentary team. putting over the uh the history between the two of them i thought yeah. they did a really good job and um i'm i love tyler bates so i'm hoping he sticks around more uh there is a lot of contract news just coming up in 2024 in general sean you have said that it's going to be a crazier year mm-hmm. than 2023, maybe 2022. I don't know if we're going to get that much crazier than 2022 just because the pure insanity. But contract-wise, it certainly sounds like we are. Yeah, I think we are
0: contract-wise.
1: Yeah, anything outside of the obvious Mercedes one that you want to hint at? I know you've mentioned Sheamus and Drew. That's been reported already.
0: Sheamus is interesting because I don't know how much time they'll add due to injury or anything like that or if out of respect to him, they won't. Uh, Drew, I haven't heard of any progress yet. The Mercedes news is going to, I don't know if it'll hit a snag or anything, or if there'll be a slow of information, because I don't know how exactly that will be rolled out. But uh, there's going to be a lot of New Japan contract info coming up very soon, especially on Fightful Select. Uh, We released uh, a lot of news on the Julia situation, because there were rumors that that she was supposed to, or that there was a plan for her to face Mercedes, uh, like in early January and new Japan said, no, like that was pretty clear that that wouldn't be able to happen a long, long time ago due to Mercedes injury. So, uh, there was also a report that Julia might take some time off and work on English a little more. And a WDB source said, yeah, she speaks better English than a lot of the people that, that read your posts by the looks of it, uh, yeah. which got a nice pop out of me.
1: Yeah, definitely. But uh, I was, uh, yeah, I twenty on that for sure. <laughs>
0: uh, yeah, I thought that uh, it it became pretty clear what Julia was going to do. Uh, we had reported on Select today. She has not like got a rep yet, and I know that a lot of reps are angling for her because why wouldn't they? She is very clearly going to be a big money maker. We're going to have a lot of New Japan news. We are looking into the WWE and other companies in Japan uh, news as well, but. There's there's just so much going on, and I thought they did a really good job of pacing this show tonight with a top contender match, a return, uh, a women's title match, a debut, and then another top contender match that led to a world title match at the Royal Rumble. I'm very interested in the Royal Rumble because Roman almost always main events the shows he's on. And to me... I don't know how that match could main event over a men or women's Royal Rumble, like at least at this stage. So um, I thought that that was pretty well set up. I thought the wrestling was really good. Uh, I think Bailey, Chelsea green is the post-show dark match for those wondering. Uh Uh, I know that Ivy Nile and Rhea were supposed to be around. So probably them as well. But um, yeah, I thought that the show ended up pretty well. It had some newsworthy stuff. that that justified the New Year's Revolution tag.
1: So in other contract news, we know that Andrade finished up in AEW and is likely headed to WWE. He was not uh, the surprise on Tuesday. He didn't show up on Monday, and he didn't show up today. Is this just he had a match on Saturday in AEW, and maybe he's taking a minute in between? Do you anticipate him being more of a Royal Rumble surprise? Any thoughts on Andrade?
0: So I don't know if pins to paper there, but I mean, he told people in WWE that he was leaving and or AEW that he was leaving and going there. I've got a lot more news on that on fightfulselect.com coming up soon too. But I mean, everybody in WWE was expecting it too. It's, it's funny because the, the way that the day one Mercedes Andrade knew snowballed, there were people in AEW that thought that the champion that was being referred to for Monday was like Andrade. And I was like, no, the way that it was being discussed in the company was it, was they were saying it as if it was something that needed protected. And obviously, if he was still under an AEW deal, that would be protected. But they would not have come out and confirmed it via Triple H had it been Andrade because he was still under an AEW contract at that point. But yeah, I had heard nothing about him appearing on Raw, NXT, SmackDown. I think considering the cast and crew on SmackDown with the LWO integration, Ray Mysterio and the like it would make sense to insert him into that but also they did that with Carlito and he's just kind of been floating around and just existing out in the world for a little while so I wouldn't mind them just making sure they got something uh, for him to do also i mean guy's wife just had surgery so sure. maybe he's taking care of her for a little while too I, I would imagine that's something that that you know is is on their minds as well because you know, Charlotte is a, is a big investment for them.
1: Absolutely. And we've got a couple more super chats that we're going to get to in just a minute, but just for fun, let's create some clarity around here, Sean, Mm. I'm going to do some of the work for you and you can just say, yes, Kate, you got the timeline right on that one. Or you can say, no, Kate, let me interject. All right. So you had Mercedes versus Willow Nightingale Mercedes goes down with a serious ankle injury later in the summer, I believe around August, You had heard that there were talks between AEW and Mercedes Monet and those plans fell apart. Triple H Mm -hmm. takes over full-time in WWE. You had also heard that there were talks between Mercedes Monet and WWE. And then very recently you heard that those plans fell apart and AEW re-engaged Mercedes Monet and she's expected to go there. Expected to go there, meaning sounds like she's planning on going there, but you don't have confirmation that a contract was signed and despite what everybody wants to think self-included you are not miss cleo and you can't see into the future so you don't know what a debut is expected does that timeline sound right
0: yeah i mean i don't know if she and AEW ever disengaged talks i just know that the once working plans were no longer working plans and i mean if new japan is to be believed well she might not have even been able to do that anyway for for a while but WWE was quick to confirm that news to me, which leads me or led me to believe immediately. Well, why would they tell me that? You know, for all the people that say, well, don't you think they just feed you BS? Well, there's also reasons that they're very forward about some information, too. Like, I ain't new. This isn't new to me. Like, I'm very clear that they did that for a reason. And contrary to what people think, it's not... They're trying to work you, Sean. That, that's just not the thing. It's not, that she's not planned for the Rumble. She's not planned for WWE right now. And she's actively been in talks with AEW and expected to go there. Now, I hear the word imminently used a lot. WWE sources said that they believed she would sign somewhere or appear somewhere imminently. I don't know if she'd be able to. I don't know if that would be a thing, like if she's. Yeah. I don't know how she is physically. I'm not aware. I'm not her doctor or anything like that, but why aren't um, you her doctor? I should be, I should be. (laughs) And it's so weird because I'll see people that will almost try to bait me. They're like, Oh, so you're saying 100% like, why do you think that like me magically saying that automatically makes her sign the contract or not? Like, that's just not the way that it works. And I'm really confused as to why people want irresponsibility. And I saw a lot of people say, well, you shouldn't report it till you know. Buddy, the best NBA reporter on the planet. Whoa, shams. Uh, You saw even Chris Haynes. They have all used that terminology this week in reporting stories. So, uh, listen, she's expected to go there. That's the plan. Unless something Unless something big happens, it's AEW. That's that's the reality of the situation. Um, and I know there was a report by Mike Johnson today that it sort of clouded up the timeline. But he outright said that his update was as of around Christmas week. Our update was right before New Year's, and then I followed up with WWE, and they said, "Correct, nothing has changed." I understand there's a lot of people who don't know what they're talking about regarding the CM Punk situation, in which Punk and Triple H both confirmed our timeline of reporting. Reps didn't know. Talent didn't know. People in the company, board members of TKO did not know that. Uh, the most that we knew was a week beforehand, A Triple H and CM Punk had a talk. And by Friday, if you go back and look at our FAQ, we were like, listen, he's trying to mend fences. It's not impossible. But then uh, when he showed up, that's when we said, hey, Old dude is backstage. They cleared out an area. So uh, I, I think there's like a lot, of, a lot of people that think that for some reason, the relationship of WWE with media is like, oh, they're going to lie. They're going to work them type of thing. No, they very clearly will keep things secret. Like Triple H was not going to tell us that CM Punk was going to be there. But also, he's not going to tell media specifically he's not because well, guess what happens when they want us to tweet about money in the bank or the, the on sale, we tell them to get fucked. <laughs> That's just the nature of the situation. Uh, so this isn't a situation where WWE would be like, Hey, we are not in talks with Mercedes. I know they were no longer in talks with Mercedes at that point.
1: Right. That's, and they, they do have an interest in putting it out there so that their fans would know that they made an effort, right? that, that certainly makes a lot of sense. Let's get to your Super Chats and Humper Chats because, yeah. man, we could talk about Mercedes forever. She's like our our little lady CM Punk as far as uh, discourse and engagement. But KE775 saying two non-Rumble matches so far on SmackDown side. How many more non-Rumble matches do you expect from the Raw and SmackDown side? I'm assuming you mean for the Royal Rumble card, what that card might look I- to be.
0: I think it'll be like a five match card per usual.
1: Do you think we'll see the IC title on there?
0: Hmm, maybe not. Maybe not.
1: Gunther's the best man. I want him on there, but I get it. Two Rumble matches are long. Let's just hope that uh, <clears throat> that they're good ones. Let's hope that they're good ones. Some more Super Chats and Humper Chats coming in from you guys. Um, thank you so much for the support. We appreciate it. Uh, rock hard Joel Wood saying fatal four way at the Rumble, buddy. I'm starting to think Roman isn't going into WrestleMania as champion. Now, I've got to think otherwise. Uh, because as much as the Australian Tourism Board would love The Rock, and I'm sure they would, uh, I don't think you're gonna have The Rock Roman happen at like seven in the morning American time, or <laughs> I think it's like 4 a.m. and 7 a.m. is when that pay per view is happening. but A Fatal 4-Way would be extremely protected. I just don't see one of those guys being the next title holder and Roman losing in that way. Uh, Any thoughts on the possibility of Roman losing before WrestleMania?
0: If he did, it should be to Cody. Like, I don't get why anybody is saying, well, it should be Randy, and then Randy faces Cody. Well, no. Just have Cody beat him. That's it. Cody wins Money in the Bank. Cody beats Roman Reigns. There you go. If you have to do a situation where Roman Reigns loses the title, why would you have a transitional champion? Uh, I don't get it. I don't get it.
1: Yeah, to end Roman's reign, that doesn't make a ton of sense for me. Uh, Will, always so generous to us, saying, guys... I don't know what unit just 24, 2024 and 2024 is going to be as crazy as 2023 and 2022 were at least. But do you see, do you think we see Naomi and the rumble, Sean? I know you had some news yeah. on that, I believe.
0: Yeah. Oh, uh, it was confirmed or backed up by observer and PW insider. She is expected to go to WWE. That is the working plan. Uh, as of now, I don't know if she's finishing up this weekend or another set of tapings, but she is expected to go there. Um, I have heard the Royal Rumble tossed around, but, it, you know, I have to put the qualifier. You never know until it happens, because people will get freaking psychotic if uh, you don't say that beforehand. Of
1: course. And, of and course. even
0: if you do, they'll be like, oh, you're backtracking now, buddy.
1: It's so weird being on here and not having Red Fightful Select, because I've been sick all week. Normally, I like know what yeah. you have covered, and I've, I've seen some things go up, but normally I'm more on top of it than this. Joel so Wood also saying, within two years, I think the two biggest women's wrestlers in the business will be Julia and Jade Cargill. Now, there are a lot of wrestling stars right now um, that are women, and it's not like women's wrestling stars. And what's interesting right now is so much of the free agent market specifically is women's wrestlers. Mercedes, Julia, Trinity slash Naomi, uh, Camille. I, I think you're going to see a rise of a lot more. I have eyes on some international women that are just absolutely killing it. Stephanie Vacura, who's going to be at battle in the Valley um, Delta in Australia. There's so many incredible women's wrestlers right now on the free agent market. But do you remember a time when it was mostly a dominant women's free agent market? Cause I don't remember it being like this, where the biggest names out there just happen to be women's wrestlers.
0: No, no. And even then, like Becky is up this year too. Like there's so many, so many big names.
1: Absolutely. Um, yeah, I, I, I like your booking, but I don't see it happening. Cody wins Rumble, says he doesn't want to wait. Uh, goes Cena 2008 and he uses his shot in Australia. I just, I can't imagine them not doing it on their own biggest stage. What? Any thoughts on that?
0: I would just assume him win Money in the Bank from Damian Priest and do it then. But uh, it's, it's a good problem for them to have, but it's still like, eh, what the hell are you doing?
1: Agreed. Agreed. Um, Kim Gray saying, did LA Night get busted open hardway tonight? I was wondering this one myself. It, I assumed it because they don't usually do like gimmicky busted open stuff, but it was late enough in the night that they could probably get away with it.
0: Uh, I That's what I was told. I don't, uh, you yeah, know, I'm going to check in on it, but I was told he's all right as well.
1: Good. That's the the more important thing. Some more chats that came in. Um, John Taylor saying, how was backstage reaction this Wednesday's Dynamite should we expect? Dynamite to have more of that presentation going forward. Now, before I throw it over to you, Sean, I will say that on the media call before um, the pay-per-view this weekend, Tony Khan was really adamant about how well the C2 had performed, the Continental Classic had performed, uh, and that sports-based presentation going forward. Um, He had said that the experiment had kind of paid off and it worked and that they would be kind of leading with that. I thought Wednesday was a really nice blend of kind of everything in that regard. Christian Cage doesn't feel sports-based, but people also need to realize that like sports-based doesn't mean sports Bible, right? Like not everything has to feel like so super sportsy, but rooted kind of in that style as they started out with it. It feels like they might be returning to. Tony Khan has said as much that we'll be getting more of that moving forward. Have you heard anything on that?
0: I've not necessarily, no.
1: Gotcha. All right, got I think one or two more here. Unfortunately, um, Josh, you said another two dollars (coughs) for. Excuse me for your Trinity, Camille, Julia, Monet question. I didn't see that question, so apologies. (laughs) But um, I'm going to assume it's where all of them might might end up. I'm going to say Trinity back in WWE, Camille NXT, Julia in. Uh, WWE and Mercedes and AEW.
0: Yep, I would completely agree with that. I would completely agree with that.
1: Awesome. Awesome. Well, that's what we have here. Uh, Anything that you want to leave us with?
0: Fightful Select. We're going to have a lot of New Japan news this weekend. Uh, Contract news as well. News from SmackDown. Uh, And hopefully my uh, esophagus isn't completely ripped right now.
1: Let's hope that to be the number one priority. Um, Man, we are. We are an injured little roster here at Fightful, but we're gonna make it through. The Clark Connors news went up this week as well. Speaking of New Japan news, so go check that out. He's a fantastic talent, and plenty more on the way from New Japan. Lot of free agency moving along in twenty twenty four. One last one for Bad Robot saying before SRS goes. I'm curious who he thinks has the best drop toe hold in the business. Um, I'm gonna say it's uh, this indie guy named. I'm Sean gonna Rockwell.
0: say. <laughs> unironically me. I'm not joking. I've got a great goddamn drop toe hold. It's beautiful. You maintain wrist control. You drag them down. Then when you land the drop toe hold, you can uh, go into a hammer lock. You can put them in a straight jacket hold. You can do any number of things, double wrist lock. uh, You can grab a front chancery, or you can do this little pose and get them really pissed off at you.
1: Sean, if you're going to give away that much information about how advantageous it is, save those for like the $20 Super Chats, but mm,
2: I gotta true. agree,
1: I saw Okada do into Mikey Nichols at New Year's Dash. You know what Mikey Nichols did? Got out of it, because Okada didn't maintain wrist control. So I think the only logical conclusion is that Sean's a better wrestler than Okada. You heard it here first? Yeah. That's my own personal scoop? I don't know, but Sean, thank you for joining us. Go rest your esophagus, please, and stay tuned <laughs> to oh, Fight Select.com. <laughs> hey, you guys want to talk about SmackDown?
3: SmackDown was on tonight?
1: SmackDown was on tonight. We are going to get into it. But before we do, Alex, barely got to say hi to you. How you doing oh, How all right. I'm,
3: I'm good, man. Holiday was great. Uh, missed you, uh, was it last week? No, the week before. Yeah. Uh, when I was with Alex last week, uh, SmackDown decided to take a break on us, so. They did. Had to they did. I just around and nice. figure out something to do.
1: I know. It was I just, weird. I just sat refreshing. here at my
3: desk for an hour and a half. <laughs>
1: just, <laughs> just, just like, where's Kate? When's she going to come on here and ask just, me any questions? <laughs> I was literally
3: in this same stream. I used the same link. I was just sitting here. like,
1: Just sitting here. I'll just here,
3: wait.
1: Waiting by the phone I, for me. I might as well clock in. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. That's right. Well, I am here to say that wrestling is for everyone. Fightful is for everyone. We are going to get into it. But, guys... Sean is now gone, but feel free to get in those Super Chats and Humper Chats to talk about all things SmackDown tonight. Uh, I am a little on the sick side still, so bear with me as we make our way through things. My hair is also bailing on me. What kind of hair clips do I even have what is happening? In your
3: internet? Your hair?
1: part over here. But
3: <sighs> I'm going to hold this had... show together for everyone.
1: <laughs> I know you're going to have to. The pressure is on you. The pressure is on you. But um, very big week of wrestling. A lot of pressure on the SmackDown to, to pull through because we had a great yeah. Dynamite. I watched Wrestle Kingdom. I watched New Year's Dash. I was like, come on, SmackDown. Close out the week strong. And I really, really thought that they did. I really, really liked um, what we got tonight. And part of it, we're going to talk about this opening match, but it was really in-ring focused. I yeah. am an in-ring gal. Like, that is yeah. for me. So to see these long matches with stakes. We got a really fun debut from one of my favorites. This was a very kate heavy episode of smackdown <laughs> yeah. i thought it was really refreshing the pacing was really good which was nice to see um didn't love how the main event ended but other than that i thought we had a nice a nice little episode today what did you think
3: i agree um besides the crowd also kind of sitting on their hands a couple times where it just felt a little weird someone mentioned to me it sounded like there was more white noise than there was audience participation um especially in the debuts i was like thinking people were you know I'm a big AOP fan and I thought maybe others would too, but Jerry Lawler did name Canada Bizarro world. So, you know, um, (laughs) if anyone remembers that far, but uh, yeah, I mean, I think they, they, they did good. I I thought it was a perfect episode to end the week. It did not feel uh, rematchy and it did not feel like I had to like sit through something I didn't want to watch.
1: And I will say like, I feel like this is probably going to be the truest test of Triple H's booking because I said it last time he took over. I was like, he gets a year to me to rearrange yeah. the pieces on his chessboard the way that he wants them and to pull that chessboard together of free agents, etc. Right. That's he you you gotta give some realistic leadway. Then Vince took back over. So my time I'm had to change. I feel like this is a good um sample size of what we've gotten from Triple H. This is his first actual proper WrestleMania season that he's going to get to book something. So I'm looking forward to it. I feel like we're often running to a good start. I feel like, um, and credit to SP3 from True Heel Heat and who's often on here and saved my butt on uh, the ROH SmackDown or the ROH post-show yesterday, rather, because I had to call out. Um, he said it almost felt like Triple H had ideas of what he wanted to do at WrestleMania and that he said to reverse engineer getting this stuff together and I couldn't agree more with that. I I really um, thought that was a a pretty inspired way of thinking because it it did feel more like we were reverse engineering the end points. Now you throw CM Punk in the mix, things are looking a little different, but I am looking forward to it in general. So let's dive in. I will say you and I are not really big uh, Logan Paul fans. Oh, I'm sorry. We started off with the video recap of The Rock's Return Guess what, guys? The Rock is back. If you've been living under a Dwayne, The Rock is back. (laughs) Um, They show him pulling up in his SUV, and we get Roman Reigns stepping out of it, who's met by Kayla Braxton. There was a weird microphone glitch situation, so I'm not fully sure what she said, but Roman just laughed and walked away. I'm sure it was something like your thoughts on The Rock uh, saying that he wants to be at the head of the table because that was what he did on Twitter. He just put out a laugh emoji, and I thought that was a really fun way to go about stuff. But diving into our first match, Logan Paul's on commentary. (coughs) Excuse me. Objectively, even though you and I aren't fans, not his best work. He was way better on commentary last time he was on. There were some rough things on commentary tonight. Him saying, Stone Cold called. He wants his finisher back. Like, nah, the fact that Stone Cold gave Kevin Owens his finisher is the coolest thing in the world. Sorry. <laughs> and just um,
3: the 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 insults it's just
1: They're very high school playgroundy, which I think is him trying to be a heel and get like under your skin with stuff. I know. But I more just roll my yeah. eyes um, at him being like, you're a Canadian and thought you could have my U.S. championship like yeah, did. He yeah, had the U.S title in 2017 like yeah. so just felt more like and that he could have been doing that all on purpose that could have been to make nerds like us be like oh my god like do you not know anything about this industry very well could have been intentional that kind of- stuff doesn't land with me I just don't like it um Mm -hmm. but this match I thought was a heck of a lot of fun it spanned over like two or three segments I think um the finish I thought was great you had Kevin Owens going for the stunner but Mm -hmm. Escobar rolling Owens up for a two count and Owens saying I gotta put this guy away if I'm gonna put him away after this match hits him with a super kick um after a failed attempt a pop-up power bomb and then that stunner what were your thoughts on this match?
3: Um, I'll tell you what they brought it it was very physical Uh, they it it felt like they've been wrestling together forever oh my god some of these moves that they were doing uh, to each other uh, the chemistry between them two is really really good and I hope that they revisit this again now that's not to you know I don't want what I'm about to say is not to take away from anyone that faces uh KO, but KO's good with almost everyone in the ring. I don't think I've ever seen a bad match with KO, but the um, the match was just good. It, it, I, I, and you know, me Escobar, I'm a, I'm an Escobar like um, Mark, whatever the worst term that you can call me uh, when it comes <laughs> to wrestling. Um, and uh, he played the role like the way he sold for KO towards the end was just perfect. The match was just like I I'm giving it like a 10 out of 10 because it didn't it wasn't even like you couldn't even tell there was any flaws or anything wrong, you know, no, there, in, in, there in were the choreography guys. between them. It was beautiful. It was like a back and forth dance with a story being told. We're going for this prize. Let's go out there and tell it. Cinema.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Refreshingly, I feel like it was not cinema. Refreshingly, I felt like it felt like pro wrestling. But before the yes. bell rings, you have Logan's music hit. He comes down. No. Um, <laughs> but you do have the LWO with Del Toro and Wild running off Carrillo and Garza. Yes. So I, I also like that because the interference was addressed and taken away very, very early. Yes. But what I love and I think what you were kind of alluding to, too, is Part of the reason Kevin Owens is so good with everybody is he he's just a master of making himself look good and the other person in the ring look good, and Santos Escobar also does not need that help. Oh, yeah, so when yeah. he gets to let the training wheels off the, in a match like this, it's a whole lot of fun. And there were some counters in here that I thought were awesome. Escobar setting up for that superplex, but Owens countering it into that package suplex of his own I thought was an awesome spot. Escobar doing things like landing that tope suicida and doing the pose was just fantastic. Love, 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 love all of that. Um, Really, really, really good stuff. Um, And then Logan Paul coming on after making some quips about being Canadian and the Canucks winning the Stanley Cup. And of course, Owens knocking out Paul with a punch from that cast hand. Mm -hmm. Um, A little less spoon feeding with the broken hand stuff today which I appreciate because that gets really really old when you have that going as a story through an entire tournament but it now it's just kind of something that he fights with and I think it looks really cool when he knocks people out I'm glad that commentary eased off I thought commentary was great tonight actually there were a lot of points where Corey Graves um stood out too and he's not always the most for me but at one point he was like don't try this against Kevin Owens and then Kevin Owens countered with that package suplex, and he's like, and that's why, I think that's the spot it was. So just good, good stuff all around. Um, Agreed. Any thoughts on this U.S. title match?
3: Um, It, it was... Uh, coming into the match, you just knew who was going to win. So, for me, it's like, I think that, you know, Owens goes with it. I mean, at the end of the day, I just... I don't see why they're gonna. They would even continue keeping this title on him, and it, just, it wouldn't make sense to me. I mean, this whole run, run didn't make sense to me. I understand why they did it, but as a wrestling fan, it wouldn't make sense for them to continue that and let Kevin Owens take this all the way into Mania, some high-profile match out there.
1: You know, I was thinking that the play here was to go from Logan Paul to L.A. Knight. Because I thought the talk would be fantastic. But knowing we're getting this fatal four-way, it's really interesting. Because I think, I was like, LA Knight versus Kevin Owens is its own awesome match with a lot of shit-talking. So if they want to go that direction, I think that's the way to go. And
3: and LA Knight, uh, these two guys are going to get cheered no matter what. So L.A. Knight could come in as the the bastard child making fun of him in his way, right? Not like a kid way like the Paul brother does, but more of a more of a adult style, like um, verbal lashing, you know, onto Kevin Owens. Um, But we'll see. We'll see. I mean, it'll it'll be cool, even if it's a transitional run where he only keeps this title for X amount of time, and, and you bring Knight into the mix of things for WrestleMania, so that's still pretty cool to me. I mean, let him go back and forth, man.
1: Agreed. I think that could be a lot of fun, and that's also the value of Kevin Owens. Like, yeah. you could strap him up for a year, you could strap him up for two weeks, and I feel like he's going to give you something really, really valuable. <clears throat> will saying, I think this will be a big thing for Triple H. How to get WWE fans to enjoy in ring work outside events who don't care about in ring work. Right. We're going to talk about that with Tyler Bate in a second here. But before we do, we've got some more stuff to talk about. Um, Where do we go? Lashley and the Street Profits. All right. <clears throat> I'll just say it up front. Okay. Mm. Bobby Lashley. I've been asking for a suit for months. Okay. A year. And probably a year at this point. It's been a long time I've been asking for a suit from Bobby Lashley. Because he looks great. And he always looks great. And the Street Profits always look great in these suits. And I know they have extra ones lying around. So all I want is a suit. And I thought, you know what? He's a heel. He's not going to send me a suit. But now he's a face. (coughs) Excuse me. Inexplicably a face. Okay? And he still hasn't sent me a suit. Mm. Now he's literally a good guy. Still with these <laughs> incredible suits. I'm sick out here, okay? I'm doing post shows. Still Church. under the weather, okay? And he still won't send me a suit. I don't want to have to do this, but I'm starting to to question this wrestler who I love as a person because I'm only asking for one. Wow.
3: That's a that's deep when you go after someone as a person. Yeah. I don't know, Kate, you I think you finally reached that threshold.
1: I, I think I might have, because now now you're a face in the story for no reason, really.
3: I'm sorry, Bobby.
1: <sighs> we got this segment with Lashley, who said he didn't get the results he wanted in 2023. But hooking up with the Street Profits was the highlight of his year. Lashley says that their resolution is simple. They're going to fight and take everything that they deserve in 2024. Crowd starts chanting, Bobby, you got Montez and Dawkins chiming in with some stuff. Um, And then he declares for a Royal Rumble. Here's the thing about him being like, I'm so glad I paired up with these guys. He was winning until they came into the picture. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) That's the problem. Um, I loved this pairing. I like them as a heel pairing. I like them as a face pairing. Um, But he was so mad that they were losing. And then all of a sudden, all of that went away with no creative explanation. So I don't Mm. think that's great. But I do love what we get here, which is Lashley declaring for a Royal Rumble, and then as we suspected, Karrion Cross comes out with a brunette scarlet. and yeah. Paul Elring and the yeah. AOP attacks the Street Profits and Bobby Lashley from behind, um, while carrying cross. I'm sorry, Cross attacks Lashley. Um, AOP hits that super collider on the Street Profits. Cross lands his new finisher on Lashley. Cross an AOP standing tall at the end of the segment. More factions building in WWE. I love More that. Factions, yeah. Some people have never seen uh pump handle DDT on the internet. They were like, he dropped him on his head. Well, yeah, no, that's <laughs> that's the move. Everybody freaked out about the the Osprey Tiger Driver. They were like, he landed him right on his head. I'm like, I think you guys don't get how much wrestlers get dropped on their head and how much that move actually lands you on your shoulder. But anyway, um I think this is probably the most authentic and realistic and accessible version of carrying Cross that they've created. No tarot cards, no overly spooky entrance. I still have my hot wife, but she doesn't seem to be totally a witch while well, I'm a motorcyclist.
2: <laughs>
1: I like this. Very happy to see AOP back. As Sean said, they've been signed for like over a year. Good yeah. stuff here. What did you think about the segment with Lashley and the Street Profits and this reveal?
3: Um, I was hyped for it. Uh, as soon as the the countdown came on the screen, I'm like, "Here we go!" Um, Paul Elmer shows his face. We get AOP come out and, and start a beating. It's just it's just a little crazy for me that it the crowd just sounded flat when it happened. Um, I was the crowd, and you can it wasn't a mic situation because for the you know later matches like the women's matches, you can clearly hear them. You can clearly hear them uh when when Roman came out of the vehicle. there was a lot of times during the uh Santos match you can hear them loud and clear. It wasn't a mic issue, but I felt like if I was like no, and then like even while they were standing there over their carcasses and whatnot, you just they weren't like really uh behind it. I'm excited for it. I love these two guys uh I felt like. When they were in NXT, they were just perfect. I love big dudes who could just beat the hell out of people, just like I love my women big that can beat the hell out of people.
1: Hell yeah! Same
3: way, man. So, I hope that this rendition of them, knock <sighs> on wood, does not become stagnant, doesn't just become something by the wayside. And third and three months from now, we're just like, oh, yeah, it's um, you know. AOP, okay, cool. You know what I'm saying? It yes. has happened multiple times where things just kind of fall flat, and they're just there as middle of the ground team, just taking pins or putting people, you know, down on their shoulders for just for the heck of it. I hope that it's just like NXT AOP. Yeah. Uh, was it the shark shark cage matches? Throw them do <laughs> everything that you can because these these guys are super legit, man.
1: I'm very excited to see them back. I think Karrion and Cross. Usually you see, like, smaller guy with bigger guys to bag him up. Like, Karrion cross is not a small dude. I kind of like that. Like, we don't see that in a faction a lot. We'll say, I never thought WWE would have more factions than AEW. And that is kind of a fun thing that we've seen consistently in the Triple H um, creative eras at this point. Uh, He knows a couple of things about factions, Alex. I don't know if you know this. He was in a pretty popular one called Degeneration X. So he knows a lot about uh, factions, and you are seeing a lot of it. And I like factions, so that's something that is for me. Love this. Like Bobby and the Street Profits. Love LWL. Love Imperium. Like I I really like um, what we're getting, because I just think it leads to some very natural storytelling of, like, you beat up my friend, I'm going to beat you up. That's just fun. That's just unbelievable. Um, <laughs> bad rocket robot. Sorry, bad rocket and bad robot always chime in. I, I appreciate support for both, but
3: wow, um, she's, whose sick. Story she's under if... the weather, she can't, you know,
1: please forgive me. Um, who finished the story first? Keep getting a suit from Bobby or Cody, also feel better. <coughs> Orange juice is your friend, and love you, Alex. What do you think? Do you think I'm gonna you. get a suit from Bobby Lashley, or will Cody finish the story first?
3: um Unfortunately for you, Kate, I apologize for what I'm about to say, but there's a chance that Cody will finish that. So you got a better chance of me saying, F it. Uh, Kate, I'm sending you a suit and I'm going to forge the <laughs> the address on it as 123 Bobby Way and just send it to you from Bobby Lashley or, or 123 Street Profit Ave. OK, if that, if that sounds better. 123
1: um, Hurt Locker.
3: Yeah, one, two, three, her locker. It's just they're not listening to you. I don't know why. I hope that they finally do. I, I, let me tell you something, and I'm talking as real as I can. If by any chance this he gets a whiff of it and he realizes this has been going on for this long, and you get a goddamn suit, I will pop <laughs> so hard, dude. Like, like you know, because sometimes things go through and be like, Wait a second, this person's like been really here. You know, I just don't think he's a, a Twitter person. I just, you know, I don't think he's a social media person, to be honest. I don't see anything. Yeah,
1: he's probably person, like man. normal and healthy. For yeah, it.
3: he's a normal dude. He, he he still has his Nokia flip phone. Like, you know. Listen,
1: I was inspired by Jeremy because Jeremy said he wanted to borrow Seth Rollins' purple suit for his wedding. And Seth Rollins actually replied to him. That's what I'm like, saying, yeah. Yeah, Claudio ripped it up. So I can't send it to you. But he tried even even just an effort bobby lashley that's all i'm asking for okay yeah that's all i am asking for well not really it's not all i'm asking for because i'm also asking for my internet security to be protected okay i'm also <laughs> yes. asking for my connection to be okay because we don't know what's going on with all these pay per views alex okay
2: oh
1: we don't we don't know what the TV renewal deal is going to be in AEW, and sometimes mm-hmm. I don't want to pay $50 a pop for a bunch of pay-per-views, okay? Sometimes it's cheaper to travel to, say, Lithuania, or another country. Wow. And, uh, yeah, airfare and everything,
3: uh, yeah. it's
1: a little bit cheaper. And if I'm taking an airline, my goodness, is it not NordVPN? Because they're the most reliable VPN in the game, and they... Give you the most bang for your buck with the code Fightful.
0: Buying pay-per-views on NordVPN.com slash Fightful is going to enhance your pay-per-view buying process. Now, one subscription to NordVPN has so many different benefits, but if you're a big pay-per-view buyer like myself, UFC, boxing, pro wrestling, all that good stuff, (laughs) any combination of the three, if they're doing a fight circus or something like that, This subscription will pay for itself after one or two pay-per-view buys. Change your virtual location, pay for it at the prices that other people are paying for it in the UK, in Australia, etc., etc., and you can get different interfaces. Maybe you don't like Peacock and you want to check out the WWE Network the way that it used to be, the way that it was designed to be, the easy navigation, so on and so forth. Maybe you want to watch AEW without commercials. Maybe there's some other overseas services that you can't subscribe to and you want access to them. NordVPN.com slash Fightful gives you that with a great deal and a 30-day money-back guarantee. Even better, 24-7 tech support. So if you have trouble navigating any of it, they can help you out. Fastest VPN on the planet, NordVPN.com slash Fightful. I just want to say this,
3: breaking news, Triple H and Nickelback. What? He's, yeah, Nickelback. Uh, he took the honorary picture with, uh you know.
1: No way with, the with Chad. Yeah. yeah, look. Now the A W stands are gonna be like Creed better. I yeah. That's what's up. My he had a song
3: name. with. Uh, he did, he did the raw intro one time. We're yeah? going yeah. out today. Yeah.
1: Get yeah. the That was nothing. a dope ass theme,
3: man. That was my theme.
1: Are you one of those Creed people, too?
3: I don't want to say I listen to them, but they are in my playlist, so I do listen to them. Sometimes I just feel like I need to be taken higher. Higher to a place where no man can see.
1: I hope you enjoyed your last show, Alex.
3: Oh, wow.
1: (laughs) You... And Cher Delaware and our own Jeremy Lambert and Bad Dude Tito of all people who betrayed me with this creed.
3: I love me some Cher. And listen, if we do end up, I believe we are, uh, being together in March for Revolution, we will be creeding together.
1: You will be creeding together?
3: Yeah, that's what we call it. Us creeders.
1: Check in in your super chats and get in your humper chats, please. Let me know if you are a creed She's or a Nickelback fan. So I can ask louise to ban you wow louise i need you to ban share delaware i need you to ban jeremy wow. i need you to ban alex and i don't think Niels, alex's 200. contract <laughs> will not be
3: renewed when a frightful <laughs>
1: 2024 For is a year. contract year we're crazy shipping you and jeremy year. off yeah right just had I mean, my
3: co- my contract freaking oh ripped God. in front of me can <sighs> you
1: imagine tape. if we didn't renew jeremy's contract There'd be no news. We were just (laughs) Sean scoops. That's not true. We have a very hardworking editorial team here, but my God, we would very hard. Thank you for
3: eleven thousand strong. We
1: yeah. Oh my gosh, eleven thousand subscribers. I I always feel like I'm
3: new. So thank you.
1: It's been like well over a year. Two
3: years, I know. Yeah, yeah. maybe two years.
1: Um, Taylor Cannon saying, "Hey guys." Kate, I hope you feel better soon. It was good to see AOP back. I'm curious, though, in this feud, uh, who will be the heels? It feels very much like they were just like, Bobby and the Prophets are faces again. So I I feel like, see, Will Chisholm gets it. The only Creed I want to see is the movie. Thank you, Will. (laughs) You get it. I appreciate you. That's the way to go. That's crazy. Creed the movie over Creed the band go on a very long rant about how that era of rock killed grunge, which was my favorite thing in wow. the whole world, but instead that's crazy, we're gonna talk some wrestling, do you feel the, the same that Lashley and Prophet seem to be leaning face, and man bringing back AOP as face as well, tempting sound and sounds fun I think you gotta no, go cross yeah. AOP as the heels here,
3: <laughs> yeah yeah AOP a- 100% and with Cross as heels, heels has been portraying this, this uh, C- Cross has been portraying this heel character for so long that you can't over a blink of an eye, like there's no, there's nothing that says, "Hey, I'm I'm a good guy." With the way that he came out tonight and, and beat the crap out of everyone, unfortunately, as much as I really wanted a heel, Bobby Lashley reign, I'm the, I'm so it's sad. True. Like the there's nothing more is... I can say because even it's... the street profits, I wanted them to be slapping people in the mouth, you know, and like being mean to them and we're back to dancing in cups again, I guess.
1: I mean, I'm for dancing in cups street profits, to be honest. Yeah, I, I mean, love that.
3: Too, you know. um,
1: <laughs> I pretty much rules. But uh I will say the other thing with Cross is I don't think you've done enough with him to elicit like heavy face reactions because he's been repackaged and he's been vulnerable yes. so many times. So get him booed first. You can get him cheered later. I think that's the way to go here. Well, we move on to our women's match, which was awesome. I feel like we got them showing out uh, in some really cool ways. And EO Sky defeating Michin, um, of course, with her patented moonsault, the over the moonsault, which is wonderful. But what I really loved is we got to see Michin get in a lot of offense on this. I hope they give her more wins to back up her presence in the title picture. That's the only thing that's kind of felt missing to me is I would like to see her on TV getting some more W's and sticking Mm -hmm. around. Because they did give her a lot of time tonight, and I thought she knocked it out of the park. That Super Styles clash from the middle rope was so great. I loved when Io Sky, she she cut her off in a lot of ways that made sense today. You had Io Sky going for a springboard, but Michin cutting her off with a punch to the head. Sky landing a bridging suplex on mechin on the apron was insane. plain. Um, but there were a couple of instances where you'd see you know, Sky go, some, go for something and Michin just logically turning it around on her, which I really, really love. Um, but this does end with mechin going for a dive and Sky moving and hitting a yeah. mini on Michin on the barricade. Sky getting mechin back in the ring and hitting a double knees. And of course, that moonsault to win. I thought this was a blast. I thought. Michin looked awesome, just like her hair and everything, and her whole presentation was great. Nice to see her getting some real screen time here. I just want them to back it up with a lot more wins so that she feels like a true contender. But no complaints about the in ring that we saw. What were your thoughts?
3: Lots of time. Great build to the story in the ring. You probably, people were probably thinking that this was just going to be like a two minute match where why is Michin in there? You know, like it didn't make sense. Michin was was putting on an offensive, like, jargon out tonight. Like, she was doing some stuff that I have not seen maybe in a while, in a long time out of her. The Staus clash of the rope was pretty freaking sick. Um, I thought someone was going to die when she did it. Uh, just as, like, because it looks, it, I mean, you're in disbelief. It looks like you just broke this person's face, chest, and ribs, and they're gone um but they 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 did great i i didn't i didn't think that it was going to be at first i thought it was going to be a throwaway match but the way that they just kind of like told that story then the commercial came through so i was like damn it you know I what i'm know. saying like so i was just like ah but as soon as that commercial was over i was in like i i really was taken taken away and just went right into the match and again this was another one that you just kind of knew Uh, You know, know, that you kind of know that Mi is not going to win. But um, it came close. And when you're in disbelief and you're watching a really good match between two really good professionals like they were, I was just like, anything can go in this one.
1: Agreed. HX said you can't push anyone. Here's the thing. Push
3: everyone. I don't care.
1: You can push more than one match a night. You can do multiple women's matches and night. And I got to say, I was
3: asking about that.
1: They do on raw, like almost the entire women's locker room is used on raw. So I, and I'm not asking for her to be pushed to the moon. I'm just saying, get her some TV wins so that spots like this are a little bit more viable. Will saying EO versus Mia was great. That styles clashed though. And EO winning clean was great. Yes. I appreciated that. There was no interference on this so much. Any thoughts on that?
3: Um, no, I mean, not really. I'm just, I'm kind of just like, um, I, I don't, it's, that it's weird. That whole group, like what they're, what they're doing. Um, I'm waiting for the other shoe to fall. Is that how to say it? Yeah. The other shoe to, other shoe off, to drop. I guess. Yeah. Or fall. So other shoe to drop, yeah. Um, um, with that whole thing. I will
1: say if, uh, they did have plans for Mercedes to come in and they did fall apart. Maybe they are re-engineering <laughs> yeah, things a little bit. Here. Yeah.
3: I think so that's, that's exactly possible. where yeah um it hasn't felt as chaos-y as it has in the past before the new year. Um the, it hasn't felt like that that rift hasn't been there in the last couple of weeks so I wonder if maybe that was re- again reverse engineering you know like okay uh, we're going to ha- we're going to have to chop this apart while we go through this now.
1: Creative plans change all the time. All Listen. The time. Bad Robot saying, it's okay, Alex. One day, Kate will embrace Creed. Yeah. It arms wide open, and no, I will not.
0: Wide open
1: i listened to this once sunlight. before. <coughs> oh, my goodness. Might have come back to work too soon, that, guys.
3: Should I? Hacking should I again. I have to, I have contacts in, in the business. <laughs> I'm saying Cardoza, the contact guy. Wow,
1: Cardoza, um, the
3: you know, perhaps maybe we can have, you know, a little intro done by Creed for us here on Friday nights. On Friday
1: okay. Friday. Nope. It'll never get played. So, what a waste of money.
3: Wow. But Who said I was paying if, for it.
1: If you have a performance that's not taking anybody higher, <laughs> if you're not delivering, bluechew.com code playful.
0: Is your stuff <clears throat> stuck in developmental? Well, get ready for a call up. With BlueChew.com and the code Fightful, Same active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis. But how about this? No awkward in-person visits. No trips to the pharmacy. It ships straight to your door in a discreet package. But let me tell you, your package is not going to be discreet when you use BlueChew and the code FIFUL. It helps give you that confidence, that performance to take you straight to the main event, if you know what I'm saying. When approved online by one of our physicians, it just arrives straight to your door. You're not going to have people nosing around with what you're doing. And right now, you get your first shipment free when you use the code FIGHTFUL. Go straight to the top. If you know what I mean. Memorable performance, high spot, you know, whatever other innu- innuendos you can think of. BlueChew.com and the code FIGHTFUL.
3: You had me there, Kate, for a minute.
1: That's my sacrifice. Okay.
3: That's a you... song title by them, too.
1: That's I know what I'm doing over here. Just because I like Creed doesn't mean I don't know their catalog. Unfortunately. Brutal. Brutal, brutal, brutal. Um, Mia needs to not land on that face during a suicide dive. Yeah, that was rough.
3: Yo. <coughs> for real.
1: Excuse me. Goodness gracious. I was doing so good today. Meet Normus asking sup minion sixty nine zero zero sixty nine and other Alex. Glad you're feeling better. How was SmackDown tonight? How was SmackDown, Alex?
3: Well, I missed it. I didn't watch any of it tonight, so I'm... <laughs> I wouldn't know. I'm just, I'm just here because I'm contractually obligated to be here every Friday night Wiki. Well, now, your analysis
1: um... of it is not very uh, sound then.
3: Uh, by the way, the um. There was a move that I believe Meachin Mich- Mich- took on the apron that looked nasty too, man. These The women put on a clinic tonight, man. I was really excited to see that match and just the way it came out.
1: <clears throat> well, later... Yes, SmackDown was really good tonight, by the way. Meet Norman.
3: Yeah, yeah. I, I, I agree. Tonight was a good one.
1: <laughs> it was a good one. It was a very good one. Um, We do move along to Paul Ho- Heyman. He always has a very specific delivery, but tonight it sounded a little bit like beat poetry. (coughs) Cracked me up. Um, He says what you would expect him to say, but eventually gets into what is everybody's favorite part, saying there's two ways you can go viral, date Taylor Swift or call out Roman Reigns. He mocks Cody about finishing the story, says Cena's coming after him, Punk's coming after him, everybody's coming after Roman Reigns because it's the best way. You have to be invited to the head of the table to sit at the head of the table. What were your thoughts on this Heyman promo?
3: Interesting way for them to start the promo where you had um, the announcers talking to him. Um, it wasn't an, an interviewer in the back, which was really cool uh, to see. Whether they pre-taped this before and they kind, of, you know, they kind of just tossed it up to him that way, or, or if this was live, it was really cool. I like the way that they did that. I'm a filmmaker, so I I like little things like that. And I've worked on television, so it's really cool to see little production tidbits like that. Um, I like the way he named everyone. By the way, welcome back, CM Punk. That was really cool. Like just kind of like, hey, I acknowledge you. I know you're here. Um, I'm waiting to see how much of uh, Paul Heyman is going to be around as now the bloodline. We're starting to see, okay, the, the, we're actually starting to see the end, hopefully, of not hopefully, but the end of what, what's soon to be the reign of Roman Reigns. See what I did there? The reign of Roman Reigns. I'm a freaking professional. Um, so so hopefully, do you, by the way, do you want to get some water? Maybe to help or no? Are you okay? Your eyes are watering up and I don't like that. You know
1: what? I just keep coughing. You know what? You rant. Um what else do we have to talk about? Yeah. You just rant about Roman Reigns. Just rant. Yeah,
3: you know what? I'll talk with the uh, with the with the crowd here, with everyone here in the chat. What did everyone think? What is everyone's pick? Do you guys think in the chat here while you're here with me and Kate goes to get some water? Now, we know later on in the night that we have, uh, and we'll talk about it, you know, they announced the 4-Way. It's all over the internet right now. Do you guys have any predictions on the chat real quick while we wait for Kate um, of what could happen in this 4-Way? Because I have my thoughts, and I am crazy. I am crazy. Wait, Kate didn't have water? No, I know. I know. Heyman also has a mean shooting star for us. Kate, I told Kate to get water, man. She didn't listen to me. Ellie and I definitely need that pain. Yes! Yes. No, you think Roman's gonna keep it? Oh man, that's gonna be crazy. And we'll talk about that later as well. Like one, you know, that little tidbit with um Paul Heyman getting told, hey, congrats. It's gonna be a four-way. LA Knight wins. Wow. So we got a lot of AJs not, not winning this. Okay, so New York Jets fanboy says he, you know, he looks like it this way. I don't know, man. I don't know. I think Orin was... I 100% think that Orin. I think Orton is being set up to be the man. Um, it, my, my thought process is that Orton might be the one. And they're making it a four-way so that you can protect someone like a Roman. And she's back. Rambled off a little bit there. We kind of got a little bit ahead, but I just figured I'd just talk a little bit about what uh, the audience here thought about the whole situ- situation.
1: I have my water.
3: With um, Mr. Romano Reigns and being thrown into the mix now, with that four-way that we'll get to a little bit later. So
1: we will get to that a little bit later. But first, <clears throat> we've got Tyler Bates debuting. Yeah, be very, very happy to see against Pretty Deadly. That theme goes so hard. You
3: called it, by the way, two weeks ago.
1: I did <coughs> there is no helping me, not even this water. I know, Do but I it's better to have it than you know us. choke and die. <laughs> Um, I thought this was super fun for him to come back. I think having British strong style United on the main roster is awesome. I said it earlier, but commentary putting over their history, working together in the UK, yes. both as a tag team and against each other, I thought was really great. Tyler Bate a little more in tech world, a little more one of mine. Um, but I love Bate getting the the hot tag in this and cleaning house. European uppercuts and standing shooting star presses from the same guy is pretty cool stuff. Um, they have that double T move and Prince broke it up for the pin attempt, but really, really fun stuff here. Ultimately you have Tyler Bate winning with that Tyler driver 97. You don't know Tyler Bate. You can expect a lot more of what you saw tonight. He's a really incredible combination of offense that is explosive, like that standing shooting star press and being able to do really technical things like the holds, more of that European style that I love so much. Um, And that's also, by the way, if you're not as familiar, what Pete Dunn or Butch is capable of. We just have seen him working to one specific archetype for so long that getting to see these guys bust out really explosive in fun offense, but combined with that grounded pro wrestling technical stuff that I love so much, was very happy to see this in play today. Very happy for Tyler Bate as well. He is someone who has worked his ass off his entire career. Hugely fundamental in the NXT UK brand. Doing really great work in the NXT brand, but never with really like um, a a super clear path. He was doing some really fun stuff. He gave Braun Breaker one of his best, if not his best match on um, during, I think it was, yeah, during his reign. Um, But he just always does incredible, incredible work. They work together so well as a tag team. Pretty deadly. Always fun dance opponents. So fun. So silly. Um, But really impressed with what commentary did to go out of their way to tell you who these guys are. The live crowd didn't pop for it. But I think once you get a little more familiar with Tyler Bate, you're going to be happy. What did you think?
3: I thought it was uh, you called it, first of all. So congrats on that. You should get a suit for that. Um, Secondly, (laughs) uh, again, another time that the crowd was like, oh, yay, but kind of just, like, fell flat. I-, I was happy to see them there, and it's just, like, I, I was really happy to know that um, he's up on the main roster. I don't, and, you know, and Sean alluded to it. We don't know if this means that, you know, he has a spot or not or whatever, but the obvious call would be, hey, the, the brawling brutes kind of fell apart, so um, let's kind of, like, remove that out of the title for now and bring these two back um and put them together you know Tyler Bate, when you look at him for th- his stature and I was looking at him in the ring with uh with Pete Dunne Butch and they, they um they are definitely Triple H era wrestlers because there was no way in hell that uh Vinny Mac would have had those two wrestlers in there. Put you know,
1: don't you mean no chance? Yeah,
3: there would have been no <laughs> chance in hell that. like, that's where you get paid the big bucks, you know what I'm saying? Um, that you would see those two guys giving a pin to Pretty Deadly. Pretty Deadly seems like a, a team that Vinnie Mack would love all day and night.
1: And they should because so, they rule too.
3: I love them too, yes. But just you know Tyler got the pin, uh which was should have been it was the right call, and I'm with it, man. I hope that they uh, they bring these two together and let them let let them go. Like, I mean, you got a huge tag team division now, and but I mean, put them up against AOP. We love those, you know, David Rister's Goliath matches. Let them fight.
1: Let you know them fight. Saying? Indeed. Shout out to Boris in the chat.
3: What he said. Yeah.
1: God bless. He's yes. doing it for Queen Liz. It's true. <laughs> it's true. Um, the Chad also call, calling out that they did pop for the airplane spin, which I think was yeah, really, the, really good.
3: That they pop. Yes. Yeah. So that's what I mean that the crowd was. High. You can tell the crowd was there because the, when the crowd wanted to get loud, they got loud. And the spin went on well, for a while and they were they were super cool with it. I mean, they were getting up off the free, off their chairs and giving them a standing ovation over it, you know, where Pete Dunn was losing it on the freaking corner. You just see him going crazy, hair flying everywhere. Um, pretty cool visual uh, to see these guys out there just doing their thing, man.
1: The English don't do tall, they do mighty. Well, if there's anything I know about the mighty, it's that the mighty don't kneel. But I will say, oh. um, he wrestles bigger than his size, for sure. Yes. He really, really does. He wrestles um, up. Brian Ben saying, hear that Mason and Mansoor interviews, I feel like, I feel for Tyler. Oh, hearing the Mason and Mansoor interviews, you feel for Tyler. Mason and Mansoor, I gotta say, um, obviously we had Mansoor on Tower Graps and he was just the best. Uh, they have been some of the most, and I, I feel like a lot of people in their position have had so much grace around their release. And have so much gratitude for their time there, but have been expressive in um, the challenges that they faced. And I just, uh, I have so much respect for people who are able to show that much gratitude in such a challenging situation. Mansoor had his first singles match, I think, tonight at a, an independent show. And I just wish those guys the best. But yeah, there's a lot of people that have spoken to the creative challenges of the end of the Vince McMahon era for sure. They do so with an incredible amount of grace, though, and I always appreciate that. Two LT Colonel photos saying, damn it, Kate, I thought you fixed my account, shattered my dreams. And whoa, whoa, <laughs> wait a
3: second. Wait a second. Let me help you with that. <coughs> Hold on while you cough there. <clears throat> being in the military and all. A Second Lieutenant Colonel photo.
1: Excuse me. Sorry. <laughs> um, shattered my dreams being seen on Overbooked. Can we name him Pete? God, I would love it if they just gave him the name Pete Dunback it was I so know, right? that was the only thing was commentary was so good about referring to his history and then um they just oh good alex is coming in to complain about something which means i won't have to talk um i they were so good about referring to their history but hearing them be like butch and tyler Bate, i was like he was pete dunn back then I know. don't yes. you start with me. don't <laughs>
3: change history
1: so we did have a backstage as well with the damage control gals. Um, we had Eo Sky being shown walking backstage and damage control mm-hmm. congratulating her. Bailey said she's seen greatness in everyone this whole time. error will never end. And also references the Kabuki Warriors by name, which was very cool, saying that they're going to come for a tag team gold. And they say that Bailey is going to enter the Royal Rumble, mm. which Bianca Belair takes exception to. She comes into frame here says Bailey's not Mm going to win the Royal Rumble because she's going to win the Royal Rumble Mm -hmm. and she's going to get her title back herself. Um, And Dakota Kai and Bailey say that they are going to take care of Bianca Belair and Damage Control walk away from Bailey. So Mm. continued stuff there, but Damage Control looking more unified than it had. Yes. So we will see where that goes. Any thoughts on that segment?
3: No. Um, really quickly though, you were talking about puns earlier, not to veer off, but you know, when Triple H snapped that photo and posted it. Wanna know what his headline was? Look at this photograph.
1: I can't even be mad at that. That's so good. That's so good. I can't even be mad.
3: That's why he's running the e.
1: no, that's, that's, that is the caption of a man in charge. That yes. is too good. That is... that is too good. Will saying, um, with NXT maybe getting Camille or getting Camille and maybe Julia, how fun will the NXT women's division be? Well, buddy, the problem is not the talent there. They've screwed up Roxanne and Perez and Tiffany Stratton booking wise, but they have an incredible women's roster Camille versus Blair Davenport. Put it in my veins, please. Um, guys, don't speculate, please. And say that people are definitely signed to places where they're not. Because then I have to time out you and then I feel mean. Um,
3: Do it. Oh, I mean, also, I'm pretty sure you're, you're wrong.
1: <laughs> <clears throat> We're moving on to the main event, which is good because my voice is not great. Um, <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. There was one more segment that I did want to talk about, which I really liked with Ashanti the Adonis. Yeah. He's backstage in Nick Aldou's office. Um, he says that he feels lost, but he's been ready and he just needs an opportunity. Nick Aldis says, I've always believed in you, which I kind of thought was funny because I was like, I don't think you've seen him wrestle yet to always believe in him, <laughs> at least on the show, because he's such a new GM. But he says he's got ideas for Ashanti. And I say good for you because I like it when people feel bad for me and hand me things. You should all feel bad for me and just give me stuff. Rather, I I prefer rather than being like, you know what? I'm not going to be in self pity, but I'm ready and I'm here for it. Just give me stuff. Um, I'm built different, I guess. <laughs> yeah,
3: I'll send you something. I'll figure just, it like, out. Just
1: send me chats right now. Don't even say anything. Just send us money. Like I just want stuff for no reason. Okay. How do I'm I put this check through the
3: through the thing here?
1: That's it. Thank you. Yes. You are all I want. Oh, look! See now what a what a gentleman, Boris is. <laughs> you read my chats. Thank you. I gotta contribute. See, that's what I'm talking about. Give well, I like this. I reason. like this
3: first one, but I'm not gonna repeat it. <laughs> there was one before that that I popped, and I wasn't gonna. Oh, like,
1: I saw. Yeah, I'm not gonna. I was it trying either, to. I was it. trying
3: not to no sell, so I drank water
1: no no no, no. <laughs> that that popped me too but yeah we can't read that one but it was good no yeah. um not so bad at ease of time out louise but just a little too cheeky to read on here yeah it was just um,
3: cheeky, yeah, cheeky cheeky cheeky
1: <laughs> so we move on to our main event which of course is the triple threat we know roman is around and we know that triple threats are no dq so let me tell you guys how do you think this one's gonna end oh my goodness
3: <laughs> I I was shocked that it ended the way it did, by the way.
1: I know. Who would have thought in a triple threat where there is no DQ that the bloodline would interfere in such a match? Who would have thought? And what's a bummer is it was a great match. Um, Yeah. I think it was handwriting was on the wall because I think they want to do this four pack so that all these people that feel very strong right now can continue to feel very strong. Um, but it would have just been nice if they could have um, just had some sort of finish here. <coughs> Tons of fun spots. I'm not going to name that many of them because I can't talk. But um, <laughs> we had a really fun Styles clash in here that Orton broke up. We had that crazy RKO spot right toward the end. Um, and we had an awesome, phenomenal forearm for, on Orton and Styles actually hit it, but the pin attempt. Uh, went down and LA night pulled the referee to the outside to break everything up. Next you have Roman Reigns music hitting. And so of course, everybody's distracted and the bloodline comes up and they, you're not going to believe this interfere in the match. And they, you're not going to believe this wreak havoc on everything that's happening.
3: You, is that what that happened? Re- I took a break.
1: I, so did they, man. So did they. It's a colo ramming uh now i will say as far as interference match beatdowns go this one looks pretty good like solo sokoa rammed yeah. the ring steps into Orton's head you had reigns power bombing styles um and i tweeted right as this was happening i was like nick aldis you're right there why don't you do something about it dummy um and he does he does he says uh to paul Heyman, why don't you go ahead and tell your boy roman reigns that this is now a Fatal 4-Way at Royal Rumble, um, which I love. I love that Nick Aldis is not getting taken over by Roman Reigns because why should he? Um, but mm-hmm. some some typical but good stuff from Roman Reigns here. He spears Orton. He We see that uh, Solo Sokoa hits that Samoan spike on Orton. They really did a lot of damage here, but ultimately it backfires because there's going to be a Fatal 4-Way against Roman Reigns. Guess what's going to happen during the Fatal 4-Way? The bloodlines gonna interfere. I just no, have this feeling no. that that's what's gonna happen at Royal Rumble. Um, but I I appreciated. I hate. I, it was such a good match, and it was so much fun to watch. And then to have it end like this sucks. But I do appreciate that this time around it was for a reason. Like it is heading into Royal Rumble, and it is an easy way to get to a Fatal Four Way. And Nick Aldis sure. doing something about it is. A different thing, right? Um, so I, I appreciated that about it for sure, but uh, just not for me. I like wins and losses. The rest of this episode was so clean and nice. Um, what did you think about our main event before Alex Plasko comes in here and rants with us? I
3: thought it was. I thought it was fine. I thought I, I you know, you were gonna have. <clears throat> you can't have Roman Reigns in the episode, and just be backstage or whatever the case may be. You know what I'm saying? You knew something was going to happen sooner than later. The beatdown was awesome. Um I do feel like he needs to set he needs to kind of like start setting some type of power move, kind of show his dominance before being finally dethroned. Cuz that's this is this is his last last ditch effort in a movie in the movie world, you call it the third act. Something happens and changes This is where he's starting to show his his power, his dominance. This is his team. But, you know, that it's about to be taken down sooner than later. Um, Love the fact that the Nick Aldis and Paul Heyman interaction happened outside of the ring with no microphones, only with the camera mic. I thought that was how the kids call it cinema, Um, you know, (laughs) where you didn't need the clunkiness of having to pick up a mic and announce it to the freaking crowd. You know, you kind of just hey, you know. And, and he has such presence when he was talking to Paul Heyman. Yes. You know, I'll just kind of just like, he's a, you're not gonna, don't wanna curse, but you, you're not gonna F around with me. He kind of like tapped him, don't touch me, don't touch me. Oh, oh, okay, hold on, don't go anywhere. I love that and told him in front of the camera mic what was gonna happen. And left them with the reaction while freaking the teams in, inside the ring beating the crap out of everyone. Still chaos. <laughs> and yes. like, yeah. And he's sitting there going, oh, my God. What just happened?
1: Well, calling out exactly what you did, Paul Heyman, telling Nick, don't yeah. touch him like a child. Maybe laugh so hard. And yeah, then he continued to welcome to being a woman. Um, <laughs> Alex wow. Pulaski joins us. Kylie saying, hi, hope y'all are well. Hanging in there, Kylie. Doing my best over here. Um, thank you so much for the well wishes and always being so supportive. And we did have one chat that I missed earlier. That is not what Alex is here to complain about, I don't think, because it said "Bruiser weights for life, baby, more please." hashtag We love Kate. Thank you, Josh. I appreciate it. And totally with you. Keep those Bruiser weights forever. Um, uh, Alex, I'm gonna actually let's just read this final super chat real quick. The Mayor Pete saying, get well soon, everyone. Any word on Pete Dum getting his name back? Nope, I'll complain about it every week until he does, though. And the Seamus injury update. That I don't know, but Fightful Select may have information on. That is something that could potentially affect his contract. He is someone that's due up in 2024, um, but they might add time for injury. So uh, keep tuned to Fight Bull Select for that. Usually if it's like just injury-injury stuff, Sean doesn't paywall it, he'll tell you up front and then add details behind the paywall, because that's just kind of gross to do with injury stuff, but um, as far as it affecting the contract and stuff.
3: And I want to add one last thing to that. It's that now that they sold to TKO, this is no longer a one person saying yeah, let's add time, or a one person saying no, let's cut them with the 90-day. It's no longer one person deciding. They have to go to hierarchy and the hierarchy is going to look at talk to their legal, talk to the HR, talk to like millions of people going to sit there, look at this and say, this is what's going to happen. So this is why these contracts and it's such so weird from what I've learned is these contract situation situation in 2024 is so much different than in the past. We would hear that wrestlers just just signed right back up like this before. But now they have to go through this, you know. Roll call of people, especially new people, because people have been getting let like, go at the office. So, um, yeah. yeah, and just, just, there's just there's another player in
1: bit. town. Right, we're seeing ramifications of that all yes. across the board, which is yes. good. Yes. Um, this is why competition is good. But Alex Flawski is always here to tell us what isn't good. Alex, how
2: you doing? <clears throat> I'm good. I'm good. You know how it <laughs> works. Uh, SmackDown was pretty well close to as as good as SmackDown can get. Until the very end, which means it was a bad episode. Of that's, course, that's, yeah. That's that's how it works with me. I can't. For those
1: unfamiliar, if one thing sucks, then everything sucks. That, and it's not, a beautiful it, way to live, honestly. It's
2: honestly, it's uh, it's a curse that I have to bear. But I will say, I will ask, I will ask you both a question. <sighs> if you are a champion, and there is a number one contenders match to decide who is going to face you and you or your cohorts get involved and make the match go to a non-finish, what happens?
1: I'm I'm assuming nothing, or exactly what happened.
2: (laughs) Everybody who's already in the match gets put into a match with you. Yes, And then it's a match where you don't even have to get pinned to lose your title. This is a thing that they've done many, many times, so much so that it is a trope. And if I know that, most people in the chat know that, you guys know that, then guess what? Roman Reigns also knows that. He should. So to me, I don't like I think of Roman Reigns as being a pretty smart dude. And I don't like that he's such a dum-dum that he thinks, I know what I'll do. If this match never happens, then I don't have a challenger for the Royal Rumble. Because that makes him a dum-dum because that's not how it works, especially with a guy who has proven that he is not going to uh, kowtow to you in Nick Aldis. So what I would have done would be to have, yes, you're right, you can't have Roman show up and not actually do anything, but they've done it before. They've had Roman be on the show and just do stuff backstage and never come out. They've yeah. had that happen before. So what I wanted him to do was to say to Jimmy, who has proven over and over again that he is a dum dumb. dumb <laughs> his character is dumb, dumb. That's what they've written him to be. He'd be like, Hey, Jimmy, I'm going to get a steak. I'm going to the plane. You meet me there later. While I'm gone, and Nick Aldous happens to walk into the room at the time, while I'm gone, you make sure the thing we don't want to happen doesn't happen. You got me? And then Jimmy's like, Yeet. And then <coughs> Roman Lee. Yogi. And Jimmy and Solo think what they're supposed to do is destroy the main event. But that's not <laughs> part of it at all. He had to talk to it in code. So next week, Roman shows up, and he is furious with Jimmy. Not so much Solo, but Jimmy for ruining everything by doing the obvious thing. He said, Jimmy, what happens? When there's a number one contenders match, somebody gets involved. All the number one contenders get added to the match, Jimmy. How long have you been here doing this? How do you not know this? I'm like, oh, sorry, boss. Like, at least you have the dumb guy do the dumb thing and not the smart guy do the dumb thing. Also, Paul Heyman looking surprised when Nick Aldis tells him that. Paul, you'd know exactly what <laughs> trope happens. Figure out a way to do the thing, to get all the guys in the match without making everybody who should be smart look dumb. That's my only thing. That's my nitpick for the night. Everything else seemed fine. Oh, and also, I hate Logan Paul. But everything else about the show... Was- Yay!
1: He was not great, honestly. He
3: was angry. Roman was angry. He wasn't in a right state of mind. He was pissed off, and he rushed to ring.
1: Kylie has a very important request, which is that chemist miss Linda, who is someone that was born this month, two years ago... Um, and a character of ours on our Tuesday night show and our select shows join the Sour Graph Society. Can she tell me she's proud of me? I need her positive affirmations.
2: I'm so proud of you. You've done so many wonderful things. You're going to continue to excel in your life, personal and professional. Uh, listen, me and everybody else, here, we're always we're so proud of you. You've done good. You did good. You're going to continue to do good, etc. Was that good?
1: That was excellent. That was excellent.
2: I hope those are prescription. <laughs> they are certainly. <laughs> I searched old lady glasses on Amazon and
3: got
2: those. Well,
1: we are gonna really quickly give you your rampage rundown as we always do, which was the Briscoes and the Hardies defeating Kip Butcher and Blade, uh, Jericho and Guevara interview moving along. Uh <laughs> The not Jericho Appreciation Society minus Daniel Garcia interviewed before Harley Cameron interrupted and flirted with Parker.
2: Yeah. Mm. I see what they're
1: doing. Mm. Statlander and Willow defeating Kennedy Hardcastle and Notorious Mimi, who's from my Neck of the Woods and very good. Uh, Stokely did the ring announcing and it was a listen, according to Louise. Uh, the Hardys gifting private party their uh, ring-worn t-shirts and they agreed to part ways. Sheeta defeats Anna J. Lethal and Jeff Jarrett have heated words backstage. Oh, that's nice. Team TNA, maybe dying out. That wouldn't be bad. A video package from the Patriarchy, which is probably reason enough to watch Rampage Alone. And your RH pure title, Wheeler Yuta Defeating Commander with a Ground Hammerlock. Wow. Pure matches rule. I'm a nerd.
2: Stop. It. Commander got to the ropes, but he'd already used all three of them.
1: Oh, see, I like it. I like it when people actually yeah.
2: use mm-hmm. the pure rules. Rules
1: mm-hmm. are fun. But, guys, I don't have anything left to say, which is convenient because I don't have much of a voice anymore. But We're we good, do baby. hope you have a safe and wonderful wrestling weekend. I'm going to let both my Alex's plug their S before we get out of here. Pulowski, what do you got going on?
2: Did you say I was going to plug my ass? No. Yeah, that's what ass. I heard, too. Oh, hand, oh, S. Oh, oh yes, of was... course. Stand, stands for stuff. Okay, um, <laughs> I got the spicy link ready. Uh, tomorrow, I'm. I'll sure I'll do a collision review. <clears throat> Maybe one of these people will be on it with me. Monday, we'll 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 talk about whatever's happened. CM Punk is back. He didn't really go anywhere, but he's back home in Portland, Oregon. We'll, he's we'll talk returning. About that on, um, he returns. He's he's back. Uh, he returns. Um, and we'll talk about that on Monday on Five of Select on uh, Tuesday. NXT, whatever the hex happened in there. Uh, Wednesday dynamite, Thursday nothing, thank God. Friday this again. It's just it's a never-ending cycle. It's a never-ending, <laughs> a
1: never-ending story.
3: Don't forget we have an extra week, an uh, extra day this year, so it's uh, it's a long, long right. year this year. Yeah, no, a, it's a long one. It's a leap year. Yeah. As far as for me, ladies and germs, you can find me on the threads at Lexus Cardoza, which is also linked to my Instagram. You can still find me on the X, uh, talking nonsense and engagement farming. Uh, at underscore Alexis (laughs) Alexis Cardoza Um, bearing my soul to you all and making sure you guys know that I appreciate every single one of you uh, every time you guys say something nice about me and of course you know um, I love you all for always supporting everything else I do like I have a thousand other projects I'm doing and you guys are always there supporting so thank you so much
1: you can find me at Miss Kate Fabe on Twitter and TikTok Kate Stagrams on Instagram all over Fightful Select with mostly this guy next to me. Um, and the Fightful main channel every Tuesday, Thursday, and Friday. Wednesdays at the Mark Order podcast. This weekend, probably just in bed watching more Brian Danielson matches to make me feel something that's not coughing. <laughs> but. Um, <laughs> <laughs> me feel so we, oh my God. Go watch Okada Danielson from Wrestle Kingdom. It was absolutely uh... insane. insane. Um, I appreciate you guys all being here. Thank you so much. Have a great and wonderful and safe wrestling weekend. Please, please, please stay tuned to Fightful Select. There is more coming. And, of course, as always, as Boris reminds us.
0: Oh, my God.
1: big plan. Mm -hmm. Every weekend, we're out of here.
0: For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger.